She makes us happy when we're everywhere with her. Her name's Lorraine. And her name's Murphy, too. Do, 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 do. He wears denim and he makes it work. Did you ever see books in the club? He twerks to the songs. Do, 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 do. He's a great little dancer. Do, 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 do. She's Lorraine. He is Shane. Together they're so friendly with me, makes me insane. They're my best friends. They're my best friends. Let's all hug. (laughs) 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 Always assume the mics are recording, Ross. (laughs) 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 You do make denim work though. (laughs) What a beautiful little ditty. (laughs) That's the last time I ever trust either of you. And I open up and open up myself a little bit. And then what do you do? <laughs> she <laughs> makes us happy when we're everywhere with her. her name. I've never heard Lorraine. you speak so softly. <laughs> <laughs> you said yesterday you heard me from the from the yeah, office. I can hear you. So the office, there's a corridor, then a door and another yeah. corridor and then a double door for soundproofing. Yeah. And I was in this studio and you heard me laughing yeah. from four rooms away. I heard you go... Like that. Either that's something that says something about your laugh being really loud or how bad our soundproofing is in this building. It's yeah. Maybe it's a bit of A and B. Let's will we test the soundproofing? Hang on. So we can see you have a look at Emer, see can you see Emer? I can see Fergal and there's someone in on work experience as well. I won't turn around because then if they see me looking they'll be like, Yeah, okay, you ready? Okay. Jesus Yeah, they can hear us. Apologies to anyone who's listening with headphones there as well. That was really loud. <laughs> they all looked so soundproofing. Soundproofing. <laughs> um, I was thinking the other day, right? Oh, who was I talking to? We were talking to somebody anyway about. Um, oh, it was when they were saying about changing over the studios. We're getting all new studios upstairs here, so we're getting all new st- studios and stuff. And they said, "Oh, you know, people have to move from this studio to that studio and all that kind of stuff." And I was thinking. It reminded me of the time that I was in this very studio. And so the way it works is when we're off air, when we're finished the breakfast show, PJ's in the big studio, the on-air one. And then this is like the extra studio. studio and two. then we're in between PJ and PJ's production room so that they can see through two windows. They're looking through our room to see PJ for a line of sight. And I was in here. This is when I first started in 96FM. I was uh, on with Nick Richards when he was doing the breakfast. And I just used to do five sketches a week. Five like, kind of like a prank call or a sketch or whatever. And I'd pre-record them and then he'd play them out one a day or whatever. So I was in here. And to to kind of like, to kind of get myself G'd up, I'd normally like turn on the mics and then while I'm testing the levels, I just kind of shout random stuff. But awful stuff. It could be anything. F-bombs, all sorts of stuff. And then I was in here one day. I turned up in the mics. Sorry, I had to swallow there. I thought out. you'd given up no. there on that story. <laughs> was that the full stop? She is the girl who wears the dance. Uh, so I was turned on the mics one day, hit record. And I was in the cool out, hit record. And then I just started going, bum, 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 bum. Hello, little man. Bum, 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 bum. And then PJ, PJ was waving in at me. And he was like, and I was like, Hello. <laughs> Waving yeah. back at him. Waving back at him. <laughs> to be fair, that's not the most urgent of waves. It's more friendly. Well, yeah, of. it was kind of like that. And I was like, hello. And I just kept typing away and doing whatever I was doing, looking at my scripts. 
And then I looked into the room next to me and D was in the other room. And then she was also waving. And I was like, hello. <laughs> and I was like, what's gone? And the two of them were still waving in my peripheral. And I was looking at two windows going, this is a bit odd. And I was like, oh, they're waving at each other. And I said it out loud. I was like, they're waving at each other. And then someone opened the door like 20 seconds later. They like, you're live on air. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> So I was in there going, hello, little boy. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> and then you can hear me going, oh, they're waving at each other. And they're sitting there listening to the live feed going, no, no, we're not. And for you to be going over a talk show as well, like at least if it was going over a Dua Lipa song, then fair enough. Oh, yeah, like, probably anything like, could have been they're probably talked like, about. And tell us, Mary, what happened then after you lost your job? And then it's like, hello, little boy. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Oh, the fear in radio. You definitely have much more stories than me because I'm only I'm only in radio a wet weekend. You're you've been in there since you're well, you've been radio since you're eight. And you're doing it <laughs> since work experience and transition year. Well, on and off, yeah. Yeah. So I was doing a show. I was doing an OB. That stands for outside broadcast, but a radio. They're learning loads there, actually guys. here. They're learning where all the windows are in '96 and everything. Yeah, they'll have the coroner mapped out soon. They'll rob them. <laughs> um, so I was doing an outside broadcast, which is uh, you doing a show, but you're like at uh, an event. In situ, in a shop or an event or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So like if you're doing something with like a tile shop, then you would set up a mini studio within tile shop to yeah. kind of whatever. So I was doing this, but this was in a shopping center and the little makeshift studio was set up in between two elevators. So one was bringing you up to like kind of the middle floor mm-hmm. to bring you up to the first floor. And we were in between the two. And I had a competition on the show, uh, which was for student race day. And it was free tickets to the sold out student race day. Yeah. And the mechanic for the competition was you had to send in um, what you would name your horse if you had a horse running in one Brilliant. of the races. So you had to get a little bit creative. And people were texting in and the show was going on. Uh, just had, this was a six hour show at the time. Six, six hour? Six hour show. We were on from 12 Oof. to 6. Um, uh, so there was loads of text coming because the thing was running right across the day. And you'd have stuff like Betty's Pest Poodle or yeah. whatever. There were some great names. Stuff. There were yeah. some great names coming in. Um, and then I was going to air and usually you pre-read, you would pre-read like ahead of time the text, yeah. the ones you were going to go so with. you know what you're mm-hmm. going to be saying. Yeah. I didn't pre-read this time around. Always, always advisable. Yeah. So I went to air and I called out one or two texts and I said, I'll go for the third. So I just did a third text kind of to spur more people on. Mm-hmm. And the third one was um, someone had texted in saying, I would call my horse uh, my face. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, <laughs> he, he explained why he would call it my face. Because mm-hmm. he went on to say, because when it was coming up to the finish line, yeah. oh, uh, wow. everyone could shout, come on, come on my face, <laughs> come on my face. And you read this out. And I read that. What I just said there is exactly what I read on the radio. <laughs> and by the time I had gotten to the last, my face, I goes, oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> Is there audio of this? Uh, probably somewhere, but I am not digging that out. Oh, God. So not only did I do that live on the radio, but I was also in between the two when I used to call conveyor belts of people. Yeah. Because they were called coming up to go upstairs to the other shops. Yeah. So there was loads of people passing. They're kind of like looking. <laughs> and then people on the escalators going up and down kind of turned around. Kind of like, did he say what I think he just said? <laughs> Uh, say, say, that guy did not win the tickets. I was like, you, <laughs> Caught rotten. Oh, my oh, God. Never wow. Come on. Wow. Come on, my face. <laughs> come on. Come on, my face. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, sweet Jesus. Yeah. So that was one of the moments. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. My first ever link on commercial radio. Yeah. 
The very first thing that I said as a newbie to a new radio station it, was... Important moment. Balls! <laughs> that was it. Why that, did you just say balls? Why and how did you end up in this situation? So I had started in a radio station and for some reason, as like they were all so, so nice to me. They were all really, really lovely in this radio station. But for my very first show and my first time being on commercial radio, I had done a lot of community radio in the mm-hmm. past, but it's a very different ball game and the setup is different and the playout system was completely different. And I kind of vaguely knew what I was doing, but I just knew the absolute basic. Um, but the the manager, the, the PD, the programme director, insisted yeah. on sitting in studio with you. Oh, God. When you no. did your very first oh, show. Oh, that's not but going it was to in make a, it terrible. It was in a supportive way. It yeah. was to be there if you needed anything. But I was so aware of it that I was like, oh, God, oh, God, like if I mess up, I'm going to mess up in front of him. And uh, I was to come in and do my first link, just be like, hey, everybody, it's Lorraine here. And blah, blah, blah. Uh, after whatever song it was. And the song had come to an end. And I put up the mic thinking, right, we're going to do this. Happy days. And then another song started. Oh, no. So what I didn't realise was that I had to put a stop on the first song and then talk and then press play on the next song. So the two songs just ran back to back and all I said was balls and then the song started and my PD is looking at me going... Not the best to start now. It's yeah. <laughs> to be fair, he was cool about it, but he was like, "Yeah, maybe next time. Now we'll just we'll just keep an eye on." It's the sitting in studio yeah. thing that would really that's throw terrible. me. Terrible. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. nicest guy in the world, but it was just so intimidating. I think when you have somebody that's that's essentially hired you is just watching you do your very first link yeah. ever badly. on commercial radio <laughs> so badly to swear on air as well like oh my god I know of someone who was taught how to do the desk and then they did an on air show and it was mm-hmm. one of their first ever on air shows and she was told never press this button uh, so she was like okay grand yeah I won't press that button because it was kind of like a dump button or like yeah. a next kind of button whatever and she was doing a link and she was going to an ad break she had done the link whatever it went great she was going to an ad break and when she hit next to get into the ad break, a song started. And she's like, oh, I don't know what's going on there right there. So she pulled down the fader and she went back and she hit next again. Then the song started again. She was like, oh, I don't know what's oh. going on there. This happened like five times. The same song just started <laughs> over and over and over. And the only way she would have gotten out of it is by pressing the button she was told <laughs> not to press. So she found out after. She was like, but I was told not to press that button. They were like, oh, they, you know, you press that when you get stuck in the thing. <laughs> she was like, oh my God. So it was like this one song just going, She's like, so sorry for that, guys. Okay. Uh, anyways, let's go to an ad break. <laughs> Tell me now, ain't nothing but that. And I have like five times. And she's like, oh, God. Oh, That's no, why I don't sit behind the desk. I don't do desk. Yeah. <laughs> it's grand here. There's nothing here. Look, it's just nice and clear. Yeah. Plenty, plenty of room to drink your coffee out of your laptop. <laughs> and you just, that's all you have to worry about. Uh, I was working in a radio station before, and the entire desk and the playout system went down. So literally, in my head, all you could hear was, Ooh. And oh, I was like, oh, <laughs> right. But the mic was still working, so oh. we were still going out, but the, the system had just oh, crashed. I would love that. So I just did, I was like, what do I do? So I gave out the phone number, and I was like, if you're listening, we have nothing, only me and you. <laughs> so I was like, call now. And people called up. Yeah? Yeah, I got like four phone calls. And I just brought them on. I had no idea who they were. They could have came on and said anything. Oh, wow. And I brought them on. And then I was like, John, chat away there. I was like, John, yeah, 
keep going there, chat away. I'm just trying to find the fire CDs. Because <laughs> we have these like backup CDs with loads of songs on them. Yeah. And I had to find them to put them into the player so I could play them. <sighs> yeah. Oh my God, the anxiety but that I'm feeling. There's like four people around. because legends. Yeah. Wow. There's no one around. We're like, <laughs> that would never so... happen with television. Nobody's that invested in television that if something happened on the late late that they're like, uh, 083 422 <laughs> yeah. you know people just sitting there going no no let's just watch them sweat yeah let's watch them sweat and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. you know what I could have done is I could have broke out into the uh, bestie song you know? I mean it's always good to have that there I don't think we should play it again I think she makes us happy when we're everywhere with her her name's Lorraine and her name's Murphy too it's just as cute it's, it's just as cute as the way Ross calls potatoes oh, poppies oh yeah yeah. That is so cute. So cute. I put you in my little top pocket and take you home. You need poppy. No, yeah. no. I and you get really shy about the yeah. fact yeah, that you say poppy. Yeah, because you're trying to. You're calling me cute. Yeah. I told you earlier, I'm not cute. I'm funny and dangerous. <laughs> that's the. That's my. That's my shtick. I'm funny and dangerous. I could say anything. Yeah. Not, not. Oh, you're so adorable. You know what's nearly cuter than you saying poppies? Is you saying you're dangerous, cute and dangerous. <laughs> Funny and dangerous. Funny and dangerous. Ah, he's such a dude. Look at him. She makes us happy when we're <laughs> everywhere I'm with her. Her I'm name's Larry. Her name's Larry. Her name's Murphy too. Do, 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 do. You should definitely call a stand-up show. Where's Denim and he makes it work. Did you ever see books in the club? He twerks to the songs. Do, 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 do. He's a great little dancer. Do, 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 do. She's Lorraine, he is Shane. Together they're so friendly with me, makes me insane. They're my best friends, they're my best friends. Let's all hug. We'll just upload that as a separate podcast. I think so. <laughs> Hitting the charts, the Ifigul Naharan charts. Oh, that is official and of Ireland. <laughs> I learned that. Yeah. And on that note, let's get into this week's podcast. So much happened this week on the show. We had a two grand minute winner. Yes. Which was absolutely fantastic. We also were uh, flipping and reversing uh, and uh, loads more. Do you notice how I handed that over to you? Yeah, because I, I remember. couldn't remember I a remember single two. thing that we did yeah. this week. And loads more means uh, we never wrote it down. Memory of Goldfish. <laughs> Enjoy the podcast. Lorraine and Ross in the morning. The two grand minute. I'm getting money with Lorraine and Ross in the morning. I'm in love with the money. On Corks 96 FM. Alrighty, let's go to the phones and say hello to Miriam. Hello, Miriam. Mm-hmm. Morning, Lorraine. Morning, Ross. How oh, are we getting on? There is some chirpiness. We yeah. love to hear it. What's going on this morning, Miriam? Oh, not a lot. Just getting ready. Getting the kids up and stuff. Okay, days, how many days. have you got in the house there? Who's getting up at the moment? Who are you dragging Three. out of bed? Three. Yeah. Oh my god! What are they? All, are they all off to school? No, they're all working. They're all working. All right. <laughs> what are you? What are you getting them up for? They're all working. I'm, I'm, I'm Ah, come off the stage! <laughs> come on, you have to name and shame. How old are they? Oh no. <laughs> they should be bringing you a coffee while you're sitting in bed and they should be like oh if only they should be like there's a stew on as well on a low heat for later on <laughs> I have to get my spin up and down the stairs you know oh my god almighty oh listen two grand we need to get you a butler or something like that perfect perfect are you volunteering Ross <laughs> no I am not <laughs> have you played the two grand minute before Miriam no 
You no, have it. No. no. Oh, 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 box. Oh, oh sorry. Two cents. Two cents. We got to celebrate this. Hang on. Hopefully we'll be getting a boom shakalaka in a minute. All right, get in there. New kazoo for you. Hopefully, we can give you 2,000 euros. 10 questions, 60 seconds. You've got to give us an answer for everything. We have to accept your first answer. You have to play on your own. And producer Bucks' word is final. final. Question one What is the capital city of England? London. Question two Do bears or lions hibernate? Bears. Question three What colour cat is considered bad luck? Black. Question four How many PlayStations have there been so far? Five. Question five. A slam dunk and a layup are in what sport? Slam dunk is in basketball. Question six. The end of a joke is called a what? Punchline. Question seven. What is the name of the fairy in Peter Pan? Um, Tinkerbell. Question eight. Who was the first American president? The first Washington. George Washington. Question nine. Simone Biles is famous for what sport? Oh, gymnastics. Question ten. Who represented Ireland in the Eurovision last year? Last year, who represented Ireland in the Eurovision? Please play oh on my your own. God. Come on now, play um, on your own. Oh, uh, let me think. Um, Quickly, one more time. Uh, Quickly. No, uh, why you? Why you? Okay, okay. Good round. Let's oh, see I'm, how you I'm, got I'm on. I'm happy with everything, I think, except for the last one. You're happy with everything okay. except for the last one? Okay, let's go yeah. through these. London. Uh, is correct. Uh, do bears or lions hibernate? Uh, bears. bears, correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You could have actually just meant yeah, and I would have accepted that. Okay. <laughs> do bears hibernate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what was number three? What color is considered bad luck for a cat? It's black. black. That is also correct. Yeah. Five for PlayStation. Correct. Yeah. Basketball for a slam dunk. Correct. Punchline for the end of a joke, correct. Although that's yeah. arguable if you're coming to see me do stand up sometimes. <laughs> it's called a bit of a falling flat in your face. Uh, Tinkerbell. Not at all. Tinkerbell yeah. is the fairy in Peter Pan. That is also correct. George Washington, first American president, correct. Simone Biles. I didn't even know who she was. Yeah, Shout- well, I have a gymnast in the house, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shout out to Beth, work experience person who was in yesterday. She wrote that question so you can thank her because thank you, Beth. You are correct. Yeah, Gymnastics. That leaves us on nine out of ten at the moment. Oh, oh, Miriam, how confident are you feeling about this answer now? Because what did she say? I said, "Why do you?" This was the oh yeah, the Eurovision. Who represented Ireland in the Eurovision? You told me who was today's one. Well, I come in. I would have forgotten. Yeah, <laughs> no I know. Why you were in the. The late late show thing, the the you know the the song for Ireland or whatever yeah. it's called, Irish song. Blue, yeah. <sighs> Question ten: Who represented Ireland in the Eurovision last year? You said Wild Youth. Oh, for the love of God, I'm going to have to do a boom shakalaka. You just won two thousand euros. Get in, guys. Oh my oh, god Oh yeah They're all making noise In the background oh, they're now, up now are they? oh, they're, they're all in the They have the, the kettle on oh, for you Do yeah. they Crawlers <laughs> <laughs> Oh my yeah. god You did it oh, too right. Thanks very much What a road I, I get 10 But most of the time I get about 8 or 9 And I was like Oh I there you go. go oh, brilliant. Yeah, there you Thanks, go. Guys. It's worth coming on as a new player. We're getting loads of them lately. It's worth coming on even now. You can tell people 
First timers, they do the business. Yeah. Two thousand euros back pocket. Not into the visa bill after Christmas. <laughs> well, sure enough, has to be done. <laughs> Miriam, we're absolutely delighted for you. Oh, Congratulations. You better you. not be making breakfast for anybody this no, morning. No, no, no. All right, so you have yeah. to make breakfast, guys. Send for yourselves. <laughs> Go on, Miriam. Congratulations. Good luck. Two thousand euros. the part of the show where we ask you to send us in your WhatsApp voice notes with those little things that are getting on your nerves. Those things that are driving you crazy and you may not want to say them out loud to your friends because uh-huh. you look petty. <laughs> but around here, no one's petty. No, no one judges. Petty. We don't judge. Have a little rant. Have a little moan. Just like this. God forbid you get stuck behind a woman up there who's got a big handbag. She's go ruffling through that, pulls out a purse that's the size of half a sliced pen and then opens up the purse and she got receipts in there from 20 years ago puts out card after card after card and then pays for it and then they have to put the card back into the slice pan slice pan back into their big duffel bag and then they move on and don't get me started on the people who bought the Aldi and Little and don't use the packing shelf it's there to pack your groceries not at the till have a bit of respect people somebody having a bit of a rant about shopping it's like a little pocket sized Andrew Tate there isn't it <laughs> lucky we're able to pitch up the voices pitch you up. this is what it's all about yeah. we'll pitch you up so you can remain anonymous have your little rant and no one needs to know it's you just like Andrew as well here's my rant so say if I'm at an ATM and there's a lady in front of me well they can take such a long time at flipping ATM so they open the bag, get their purse, get their card, put in the card in the machine, put in the code, sometimes put it in wrong, and then they look at the screen for a few minutes sometimes. They can generally there be there two to three minutes. I've experienced that recently. Oh, that annoys me. And another thing, and Cork, you're gonna love this one. How is it that say if you say there's something is there something wrong? And they go, no, it's fine. Or, no, I'm fine. No, you're clearly not fine. <laughs> Sweeping generalisations there from Andrew. Thank Jeez. you very much for that. Thanks for reading have the a... entire Lord of the Rings trilogy there for us, Andrew. <laughs> I'd have to have By a little rant to add, Andrew. What's with all the men giving out about women in queues? Exactly. Wh- women, send in what you think is wrong with a man, please. What annoys you about a man? Come on. Get some balance. Get it off your chest, gals. What about this one from Tony? Rain Ross, producer box. What's the story? Uh... One thing that I need to get off my chest in this pitching session this morning is people going sea swimming around Christmas. Like, even now, the water is far too cold for anyone to actually be enjoying that. Just cop yourselves on, go to a nice pool, pay a gym membership and enjoy the sauna for yourself and have a nice time. Ah, sea swimming. And you can don't even get me started on dry rubs. (laughs) (laughs) What a pitch Molly is. Lorraine and Ross. What pees me off so much is when you're stuck in a line of traffic at a red traffic light, suddenly the light goes green, and it could be another 30 seconds before the first car actually decides to move. Like, I don't get it. They know the light's going to go green. It's not as if it's suddenly a big surprise to them that it's after happening. That's what the light is supposed to do. So how hard is it for people to just be ready? Pop into first gear and away you go. None of this humming and hawing and everyone waiting to go for 30 seconds. Yeah, you got to be hovering, lads. Yeah, you got to be ready. you got to be ready. ready to move. We were talking earlier on about paper straws. Mm. One of my bugbears. Yep. 
Alex has been in touch. My problem is people complaining about paper straws. <laughs> Use a plastic straw, it's going to be around for, what, 200 years floating around the sea. We can't really do that anymore. And then paper straws are the solution. So I don't know what you want us to do. I'm totally oh, with you on that, right? I'm totally with you. I know I know they're better for the environment, but I just wish they were more durable. Hey, the That's environment's going to be here for billions of years. We're only here for like 75. Let us enjoy our straws. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let us enjoy your straws. <laughs> also, good morning to Sinead. You know the climbing lane that comes up through Mayfield mm-hmm. into, down into Ballyvalan? Annoys me. <laughs> there is a climbing lane for heavy trucks and vans who have to go slowly up that lane. This it constantly, every day, two-liter engines, um, Mercs, BMWs, Ooh. Audis flying up the climbing lane, then bullying their way in at the very top because they are just too good to queue, which therefore makes a second line of traffic that I have to sit in because I'm already sitting in traffic. And then these guys make a whole new line of traffic to bully their way in at the top, sometimes nearly causing accidents. Just queue like everybody else. You're no better than us. <laughs> We've just added an extra eight months onto Sinead's life. Absolutely. There. <laughs> I bet she's feeling so much better after that. I think Sinead is a bit like me. You know, when you come to that EMC merging lane. Oh, yeah. Where people try to overtake you mm. on that merging lane. Oh, no. I bet oh, you no. Sinead is the same oh, as no. me when it comes to that. Everybody feeling better after today's oh, pitching session? A little bit of an ease. Ah. A little longer after that. In the morning. That's big news. Go on. Big news. Yes. Producer Box over there. Yeah. He's going shopping. Oh, yeah. what are you getting? Going I love shopping. I love a bit of shopping. Gucci slippers. Oh, yeah. fancy yeah. Jeez. Oh. Producer money. In about oh. 40 years' time, I'd say. <laughs> oh, no deposit down yeah. Oh, like... jackpot gigs here. Jackpot jobs. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, we are in a discussion at the moment in regards to getting a slow cooker. Oh. Yeah. Now, my thing is, we have a lot of tabletop cooking devices as is. Devices? Devices. Oh. <laughs> like a microwave. <laughs> Uh, that's not a tabletop that's actually built in see if you uh, got if you got oh. the air fryer ninja that I was telling you about oh, yes. you'd have the slow cooker you'd have the uh, whatever the other thing is as well inside the pressure cooker pressure cooker uh, and yeah but the it looks fryer. like a hoover the size of it it's <laughs> it a does. monster yeah thing. but it's meant to be a monster lo- of a thing you may as well put Henry the Hoover on top of your worktop oh but shout out Henry in, in, shout out Henry what and Henrietta as well yeah. uh, he's putting three things up there now because he's buying all separate <sighs> devices that's the difference one big thing or, or three little things so you already uh. have an air fryer so we have an air fryer okay. uh, we have the old air fryer still as well you're rocking two air fryers. Three drawers. Uh, three, three drawers, I should say. Uh, I'm going to get rid of the other air fryer. Just, I can't tell Sarah at the moment. Uh, but, just announce it on the radio. Yeah. Uh, oh, damn it. I forgot. And yeah, so we upgraded to the two drawer one. How, how cluttered is your kitchen? Uh, no, so all of this stuff, we, we don't keep them in the kitchen because we like to keep the kitchen quite clean and tidy. Okay. So all this stuff is out in the back kitchen. The back kitchen? The back kitchen? You've got a back kitchen? <laughs> yeah. oh, don't that be over here. We just keep them in the staff quarters. <laughs> the back, so you've got two kitchens, box. What's the back kitchen? The back kitchen where you keep your washing machine, your tumble dryer, your brushes. Are the you a room? room. 
No, guys. The utility room. Guys, it's a. I swear I don't wear a monocle when I go home. But it is. What's a back kitchen? It's a back kitchen. It's, it's a utility the, room you just the, described. It's, it's the kitchen, but at the back. Are you of, saying like no. with there's extra presses and a washing machine and a, like a tiny counter space? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a utility it's room box. utility room. No, that's the back kitchen. The back kitchen. The Buckleys will have it out now with everyone. It's the back kitchen. Do your parents call it a back kitchen as well? Yeah, where do you think I picked it up from? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not just watching Downton Abbey. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah, we wouldn't call it a utility room. Most families have these things where they're like, they have like names for things that only their family would understand. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We definitely did. Yeah. Like we used to have like if we went to Mam- or Merchant's Key back in the day, if we went to town, if you were meeting anyone in town, we'd always go meet you at the usual place at three. And like it's like cold as if we're spies. Yeah. It mm. was literally at the end of the escalators in Merchant's Key. That would be, it was just called the usual place. Yeah. But then I'd be saying to friends, I'll see you in the usual place, and they're like, we've never been to town together. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely in the house. I know in in our old house, the house we grew up in, just above. So there was a bedroom and there was a, a mirror within built into the wardrobe. Yeah. And above that mirror, there was another cupboard. But the door was kind of a weird one. You had to open it out. It was kind oh, of like awkward. a flappy press. Yeah, it was really awkward. But at home, we always called it the up and over door. <laughs> When I actually think about it now, it the makes up and over door. No sense whatsoever. Up and over door. But if I was to say that to you now, I'd be like, it's in the up and over press. I mean, yeah. like, sorry, the what? Sorry, up what? and over. I'm but sorry, does it, it lead to, does it lead to Narnia? <laughs> yeah, what is in there? Everyone's got something, so, actually. Sarah has this thing as well. When I first met Sarah, she would always refer to the X player. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, love. PlayStation or Xbox or something. Exactly. But even the her mom and her sister boyfriend. call it the old X player. But it's the extractor fan. <laughs> 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 it's the extractor fan over the hub. The they extractor call it, fan? They call it the X player. The yeah. X player? Yeah. That sounds like it's Xbox or something. And even now, her mother, Trisha, if she's listening, good morning, uh, she'll always go, oh, will you turn the X player there for me for passing? Oh, Trisha, if you are listening, <laughs> sorry, where did you learn English? <laughs> In a school for foreign yeah. languages? <laughs> Somebody on WhatsApp says there can be a back-back kitchen too. A back-back back back kitchen? Okay, That's no, called that, a back garden. That, yeah. <laughs> That's just there's an old toaster out there it doesn't make it a kitchen Bugs I'm with you says Marion thought we were the only ones who call it a back kitchen what back kitchen no, is coming I'll just, in now I'll just double check there because my mother's name is Marion <laughs> so that could be Mama Bugs getting on that okay, is ridiculous a back kitchen does not exist there's going to be a whole load of war at these okay what is that one thing in your house that only you and your family will recognise by its name there's a weird name that you've put on it in your house that if you were to say it out loud to somebody else they'd go are you alright we used to have a living room because it's called the green room but oh, like everyone used to come in and they were like I'm oh, sorry are we coming on the Graham Norton show or something <laughs> it was just everything was green in there green couches green couches we went to the green room will we <laughs> have the up and over door in yeah. the bedroom which apparently is a thing Hi lads just letting you know Lorraine is right there are up and over hinges um, I work in handles of hinges on tomorrow Road so I would know I just thought we were all a bit mad in our house there but it go. turns out we had we were alright There you okay. go Loads of people are getting on to us with things that they call their remote controls their extractor fans their microwaves let us know what are the names that your family have given to things that you think is totally normal but makes sense to nobody else Yeah only you will understand this We're after causing mayhem this morning Only off an innocent conversation about where to put a slow cooker if you were to get one We've caused pandemonium Bucks calls his utility room the back kitchen. The back kitchen, don't you know? Oh, the back the kitchen. Ludicrous. Absolutely. There's not even a cooker out there. 
Not the even a cooker. Kitchen. There is, there's multiple tabletop ovens now because <laughs> there's so many air fryers and slow cookers going on. Then people started messaging in saying that they. So basically, what this what this is kicked off is what do you and your family call things in your house that ye all understand but nobody else would get, and there have been. Like we, too, to be honest, with you too many people have gotten contact. There's been loads <laughs> of people. Just everyone has their own ways of doing things and saying things, especially when it comes to remote controls. Have a listen to this. In our house, we call a remote a doodah. A doodah. A doodah. Where's the doodah? Where's the doodah? Where's the doodah? Where's the doodah? Uh, also, York Showende. Morning, lads. In our house, we call the remote control the Ujima flip. We know what we mean. It's secret code. So we would say. Hey, would you mind passing me the Ujima flip? And it would be passed. Ujima flip. What the hell is an Ujima flip? Do you think off air Wendy would tell us because she's such a regular? Possibly. Wendy, we need to know more. Ujima flip. Ujima flip. Where's the Ujima flip? It's down the back of the couch. (laughs) Yeah, it takes longer to say that than remote. Than remote. Yeah. Huge in the flip. Yeah, loads of people call it the moat control as well. The moat. Moat control. We did get a message from somebody saying they call their remote control Jim in their house. Jim? Yeah. <laughs> where's Jim? Imagine if there was a guest over and you're like, where's Jim? Ah, he's on the back of the coach. <laughs> the dog, the dog had him in his boat like earlier. They have a man called Jim just to come in and change channels for them. I love it. Uh, morning, Lorraine and Ross. Our family call the topmost shelf in the storeroom heaven. Anything we hardly use, we will keep them in heaven. Heaven! <laughs> the shelf that like all the... All so the, the angel delight is in the same place as George Michael is what they're saying. <laughs> uh, good morning to Fiona as well. When my son was very small and my husband would get a chocolate bar of sweets from the cupboard, he'd ask, what's that? And my husband would go, jokingly, none of your business. And so then over time it became the none of your business cupboard. It's amazing how these things come about. I love it. Somebody calls their hot press the horse press. The horse press? The horse press. Yeah. Uh, uh, Also, uh, somebody said that they call their front room. They have two front rooms. One is the one that they're all allowed in. And then the other one is called the carpet room. (laughs) No one's allowed in there. Only for for company. The carpet room. It's amazing. Keep these coming in. 0833-969696. Speaking of back kitchens, Bucks. In Lord Buckley's house, it oh. might be called the back kitchen, but in Cork, we call it the utility room. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> Hear that, Lord Buckley. Lorraine and Ross in the morning. Cork's 96 FM. It's Lorraine and Ross in the morning with you just gone at 10 past 8. And I feel like we haven't done this in ages. What is it? It's sound effects story oh, time. Yay. It's been too long. It's been too long. This is the part of the show where Ross tells us a story and I assist him with some very helpful sound effects. Today, Ross, actually, you know what? I'm looking for something historical from you today. I want you to tell us all the story of the moon landing. Oh, as in the 1969 one? That's the one. No problem whatsoever. I think that was the year. Okay, here we go. You ready? Okay. Where you go. There was an ominous hush over the crowd in Cape Canaveral. (laughs) The Cork City Garda Band had just finished playing (laughs) what was to be a monumental occasion because one man who was originally from Ireland was manning up a three-man crew who was going to leave Earth and go to space. The crowd were brimming with excitement. Uh, Let's get ready to rumble (laughs) It was the first gig Bruce Buffer ever had (laughs) 
The crowd began to cheer as the three astronauts walked towards the spaceship. We're going streaking! <laughs> Buzz! You're after forgetting your uniform, says the chief commander. Oh no, he said. He ran back in, got his. They put on their helmets and you could hear the oxygen mask making them breathe funny. Why is there a kink in my oxygen hose, said Neil Armstrong. <laughs> that was the one that was meant for Michael Collins, they said. Was it the English? No, you're the wrong Michael Collins, said Neil. <laughs> <laughs> the ignition started and the guy inside in the tower began to count down. Another one. All the numbers. It was just another one. They were like, are you sure it's not nine? He said, another one. He said, eight, another one, seven, another one. He got a job, never even learned how to count in the first place. (laughs) They went outside the atmosphere and when they broke off, space was eerily quiet and calm. But then one of them realised that they were sleeping with each other's sisters. Did you write Margaret Aldrin? (laughs) Said Buzz. They got to the moon and when they landed, Neil Armstrong delivered that iconic line. (laughs) (laughs) Mission Control said... You don't do it in Dutch first, you do it in English. (laughs) Oh, sorry. It's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. But then, all of a sudden, disaster struck. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's nothing more dangerous than a fart in a spacesuit. (laughs) And that's the story of the moon landing. With Lorraine and Ross in the morning, Corks 96 FM. Oh, it's been a busy week on the What's Your Problem front. Thank you to everybody who's been sending us in messages over the last while. Loads of them coming in this week. Yeah. Dilemmas, big, small, you name it. It's been coming in to us. People looking for the help and advice of the people of Cork. This one came in yesterday to us just as we finished up the show. And we heard it and we went, oh, I think a lot of people will have a lot of things to say 100%. on that. There'll be a lot of advice. Robbie, not Robbie. his real name, for protecting his identity. Also, we've changed his voice a little bit. Got in touch yesterday. Have a listen. Over the last couple of months, I'm on Tinder for the first time ever. I was in a five-year relationship when it came out. Um, then I was single for a year and I didn't really bother with it. Then I was in another five-year relationship. I broke up with my ex back in May. She was mad for going out every week and I'm in my 30s and I wouldn't mind going out every month or so, but not every second week. The only problem is... Now that I'm single, that's where you meet single people. So enter Tinder. I've matched with plenty of people since joining it, but I haven't chatted or met up with anybody. I just kind of hate the idea of telling my kids and my grandkids that I met their mom or their grandma on some dating app. I don't know. I mean, it's pretty easy to go on a night out and hook up with someone, but I know it sounds sappy. I kind of miss cuddling with someone you're comfortable with. Everything logical is, is telling me to stay single a little bit longer. Also, Valentine's is nearing and I have an undying urge to be coupled up again. I don't know. What should I do? Aww. An undying urge to be coupled up again. Aww. So we're talking two very long-term relationships, two five-year relationships. Essentially, Robbie has missed the whole era of online dating. Yes. Yeah. 
Ooh, that's a tricky one. That, that is a tricky one. I found myself in the same situation as well, and I, I do completely get it. Those dating app things, not... It Not can be at all. intimidating if you're either, even if it's been a while since you've been on them, you're going, oh God, how do I do, do this again? And the thing is, he said he's not, he, he has matched with other people. So it's not as if he's like going on there going, no one's interested or whatever. It's the, it's the, it, the problem is the concept or the idea of it and him going, it doesn't feel like bumping into someone. In, I know what this guy's like. This guy's a hopeless romantic. This guy's like me. He's like, he's like oh, bumping into someone in Duns and they drop their melons and then you're like, oh, nice melons. <laughs> and then you have and a then Hey, do you want to go for a drink sometime? What are those kind of things? You know, he wants like a chance meeting. He wants to meet somebody in an organic way, not mm. to just be like, yes, yes, no, no, yes, no. Put the nose on her, no thanks. Do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Okay, shallow, but okay. Uh, I would say a lot of people would have the same opinion that it's really difficult to meet somebody just out and about even in a pub even in a socialising situation mm-hmm. it is very very hard to meet somebody organically like yeah. you say so it's just the way it is now yeah. everybody is on the apps I think what it might be is fear I think it's intimidation but you just got to give it a bit of a chance I think yeah. it's fear Plus, and intimidation because Robbie has been in such a long relationship and then another relationship he probably doesn't have any if at all experience using the apps mm. really because he's been in quite a long relationship he's before. probably on Cork City Park going there's nobody on this thing at all there's no there's, I'm here on Washington Street <laughs> whoever's on Wellington Road is charging me 250 for two hours <laughs> uh, but the thing is what maybe there's an alternative maybe it's not us just saying no give it a go you know, maybe there's other apps. Like I know like there's Bumble and I know there's Hinge and all those kind of things as well. So maybe there's that. Maybe he's on the wrong app. Or is there another way for him to meet someone? How, like people that have met people in different places. Give us your kind of like... There's definitely people out there that are doing it the old school way. Well, I know. Is so he show busy? He's got a dating event coming up. Is yes. he match mm, busy? That yes. could work out for yeah. Robbie. Yeah, but yeah, maybe a bit of speed dating. Maybe just I don't know what what else, or even just advice for somebody that's getting on the apps for the first time: what to expect and what not to do, or what to do, or what will be good in your profile. There's got to be a lot of advice out there. I've got it. I've got it. Do you know the hot cross buns? Do you know those? Stand outside a gym with those, right? Dennehy's or something like that. Stand outside the gym. And then as ladies come out, just be like, nice buns. And then if they turn around offended, just be like, I'm talking about these ones. And then if they don't, then be like, do you want to go for a drink? Say boom. No, you can do better, Robbie. You can definitely do better. (laughs) Thanks to everybody who's been getting in touch, giving some advice as well. If he does, I know he's in two minds at the moment, but if he does get on the app, Mm. some advice coming in for Robbie. Morning, guys. Uh, Warn Robbie about filters. Go out to meet Kylie Minogue and you end up with Quasi Minogue. (laughs) Unfortunately, I speak from experience. Someone was burnt on the app. (laughs) Yeah, that's why you shouldn't be meeting girls around Shandon. (laughs) Swinging from a rope. (laughs) What's wrong with dating apps? He'll never be happy if he can't get on board with dating apps. Everyone is on them. Yes, some people are strange uh, on there, but I met my soon-to-be husband and I couldn't be happier. Get a grip and get on the app, says Aoife. There's so many good news stories, though, coming from the apps. It seems to be the way everybody is meeting each Mm -hmm. other now, you know. Uh, Also, Michael saying nothing wrong with dating apps. I met my now husband on one and we couldn't be happier. Two-year anniversary coming up in a week's time. Happy early anniversary, Michael. Happy days. Does your man Robbie just want a cuddle buddy for Valentine's Day or what? Seems a bit picky from Marianne. Mm, Well, yeah, you see, it is that time of year people do tend to feel, if you're single around the 
this time there's of year a, you feel a lot very of point. single. There's yeah. a lot of points. Yeah. It's like Farron Woods with all the points. <laughs> uh, maybe you could try something like this. Claude has been in touch. She says, tell Robbie he shouldn't feel pressured to join any apps. They don't suit everyone. Maybe he could try a non-pub or club setting to meet people. Something like a hiking group or something where you get to just actually talk to human beings. Yeah, some people have said activities. Get out there and do things. Get some hobbies because that's where those people are also doing the hobbies to try and meet people. What would you say, Lorraine? What would your advice be? I would tell him give the apps a little bit of a go. I think... Should he be getting off the Tinder though? Because there's different apps. Are like I, f- I find that Hinge was the one that was the most kind of mature. Yeah, probably. Do you know, probably. as in like people actually had profiles that actually showed the type of person they were, rather than just kind of like a snapshot. I a think you just card. have to have a lot of patience with them. Don't expect results in the first day on them I think give them time expect a couple of weirdos here and mm-hmm. there and just have some patience on it I think it's just the way forward I think I think it's fear and he's a bit intimidated because he's never done this he's never been on the apps in 10 years yeah. he's never been on it so I think just give them a little bit of a go dip your toe in and see how you get on Buckley uh, I would definitely say give the apps a go yeah. uh, I met my soon to be gorgeous uh, fiance yeah. on an app Wow. and uh, now we're getting married this year so there you go. Five years together. Yeah. I mean, the, what is it? What is the proof in the puddings in the eating, as they say? Yeah. There Plus, you go. Last year we went to, I think it was six weddings in total, but three of the six weddings were all Tinder weddings. Ah, you see? Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, but you know what I'd say now? Do you know what I'd say? I would say, I would say you need to put in one good hard week. <laughs> one good hard week of not being on the apps. Right. And literally just, just literally walk around town for the day, all day, go into bookshops. And just try and talk to people. Strike up conversations with people. Not in a creepy way, not in a weird yeah, way. Yeah, don't be weird about it. Just be like, just be like, sorry, no, if you were to recommend a book, what book would it be in Waterstones or something like that? And just, just strike up conversation. Put yourself out there into the universe. Manifest yourself with other people. Now, there's slightly different advice. Like this. He'll never find someone if he's looking for a rom-com meet cute. Not in Cork anyway. More than likely, he'll get someone knocked up on a night out and that'll be his romantic story for the grandkids. <laughs> Lorraine and Ross in the morning. That was a good podcast oh, now. I, I think that might be one of our best yet. Do you think so? I think it might be one of our best Jeez, yet. Jeez, that would be in the top 10 if you're going to hear it. It's like uh, your singing career is kind of taking off with the best uh, friend song. And, yeah. Uh, it seems I'm getting into hymns. Happened very fast. Yeah. yeah. A very flipping, musical my week. Reverse kind it of, is. Uh, debut there of my hymn. Mm-hmm. I'm going to yeah. sell it to the church. Which was? Your hymn was? A silly Shona. <laughs> That's beautiful. It's beautiful. (laughs) Ornamentation there. We love it. We love it. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the bank holiday weekend. Uh, We're back on Tuesday morning. See you next week. (laughs) Bucks, peace out. Uh, We are back on Tuesday morning from six o'clock and loads happening. We've got an IKEA competition. Mm. We've got two thousand euro in cash to give away on the two grand minute. Yeah, check out our socials as well. We put up our first ever flip and reverse video on socials as well on Thursday. So check that out up there, and there's going to be loads more as well. In fact, there might also be a nice two grand minute winner video coming up this week as well. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Good luck.